Welcome to the Erectile Dysfunction Radio Podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to educating and empowering men to address erectile dysfunction, improve confidence, and enhance the satisfaction in their relationships. This podcast is brought to you by ErectionIQ.com. Learn more at ErectionIQ.com. Welcome to the Erectile Dysfunction Radio Podcast. I am Mark Goldberg, Certified Sex Therapist. I am deeply passionate about working with men like you to help resolve their ED. Back again, ED Radio Podcast in studio today. For those of you who follow the show on YouTube, we're discussing performance anxiety and actually fear. Fear you won't perform well or satisfy your partner. So Mark Goldberg, certified sex therapist, joined by podcast producer Casey Callanan, and I'm going to kick this conversation off by just asking you what fear is, its impact in general on the human experience, and then we'll dive further into its impact on erections. Sounds good. So fear is a human emotion. It's also an emotion that we see throughout the animal kingdom. Fear generally has a negative connotation, but it does serve some really important purposes for human beings. Fear is key to our survival. It is what tunes us into things that are potentially threatening. A lot of times it is the emotion that gets our systems, both our thinking systems and our behavioral systems, um, amped up um, to make the best in the moment decisions to protect us. Now, sometimes fear can also be overexpressed, overexaggerated, misplaced, or out of sync with what actually is going on around us. And that oftentimes is the experience of fear that has a much more negative connotation. When people feel afraid without there actually being a danger, that can manifest in all sorts of unhelpful ways. Fear in terms of its impact in the bedroom, is it true that fear can you know, change the game in the bedroom in a negative way and actually cause erectile dysfunction? Uh, So the answer is absolutely. As I was saying before, fear is an emotion that is designed to protect us. And it oftentimes will um, trigger a survival response within our bodies. Mm -hmm. One of the survival responses that we have is actually a redirection of blood flow. The body is designed to protect our vital organs in times of... Um, danger. Mm. And our extremities, like our arms and our legs, which are things that we actually can live without, um, unlike our vital organs, um, the body actually signals blood to not be directed towards our extremities and directs them towards the vital organs. The penis is also considered an extremity. So in times when people are experiencing fear, there can actually be a physiological response that connects to um, erections and erectile dysfunction. On top of that, just having your mind preoccupied and anxious and worried with all sorts of fears, even if they're not justified, can be enough to distract from some of the pleasurable mechanisms that the brain um, needs in order to really get the erection process going. Is it possible that fear can be a self-fulfilling prophecy? Now, is it? I'll say as an example, um, can being fearful that your partner is thinking that you're going to have performance issues end up causing the performance issue? Yes. So 
the fear mechanism is oftentimes actually what causes um, what we refer to as psychogenic erectile dysfunction, which is um, with or without a justification, with or without feedback from a partner, um, with or without having negative experiences in the past, if a man is fearful um, that something can or will go wrong, that can be enough, again, to divert blood away from the direction of the penis that can be enough to distract from the pleasurable components of sex um, and can absolutely lead to um, erectile dysfunction. Now, from time to time on this podcast, as someone who listens in great detail to every episode, I've noticed you use the word or the phrase mind occupying. Mm -hmm. Is fear something that will be considered mind occupying and then end up causing erection problems? So uh, the answer is yes. I think most men will experience that fear as a um, less intense experience, something which more resembles a worry, a rumination, racing thoughts. The core emotion underneath all of that is a fear. Mm. Um, It's a fear of losing connection, a fear of rejection, a fear of embarrassment, shame. There, There are underlying emotions to that worry. So uh, I think it's important that listeners understand that while fear might be at the base, it more often is experienced as something um, like a worry or overthinking or racing thoughts. Got it. All right. Well, let's talk about some key takeaways from today's discussion. If men are dealing with fear and performance anxiety, what would be some kind of final parting words you might give to them on how to prevent this from causing ED? So the first thing I would say is it's normal to experience a little bit of worry, a little bit of angst, a little bit of nerves, uh, depending on the situation that you find yourself in. Mm -hmm. And the fear of that fear, I think, can oftentimes be the biggest problem. Yeah. Um, so number one, it's okay to experience some nerves. It's, a, it's okay to question and doubt yourself. I think what's, what's important when it comes to performance anxiety is the recognition and acknowledgement and understanding that many people go through the same thing. Um, it's normal. It's part of you know, partnered sexual activity for many, many people. Mm-hmm. And uh, in most instances, things are going to go okay. Uh, the second piece is it's really important to have accurate information. I think a lot of the performance anxiety, the worry, the fears, the concerns are um, things that people are building up inside of their heads. Mm. And once that hits um, a certain crescendo or a certain breaking point, it just kind of takes over on its own. So I think that one of the best ways to get ahead of performance anxiety is to have accurate uh, information to okay. be able to set those reasonable expectations. If there's someone out there listening to today's episode and they think that fear may be impacting their overall sexual satisfaction in the bedroom because it's causing things like ED, what would you tell them? Do they seek help from a physical uh, clinician, like a urologist or a primary care physician, or do they go to the sex therapist? What What kind of route would you guide them on? That's a great question. Whenever I work with a man who's experiencing erectile dysfunction, um, the first stop um, has to be a physical examination, 
uh, a chat with a with either their primary care physician or with a urologist. I will remind our listeners: erectile dysfunction is a physical medical condition. Um, it generally indicates a lack of blood flow or a lack of retention of blood in the penis, and this does need to be uh, examined uh, by a you know, board certified doctor mm. um, first and foremost. If Uh, Like in many instances, a man has gone to a doctor and has had that ruled out. The next step would be a sex therapist. Okay. And what might that initial conversation with a sex therapist look like? Each therapist is going to handle this a little bit differently. And I want to emphasize that. So I don't want to oversell or make any... um, uncomfortable if their therapist hasn't followed a similar way to how I approach things. Um, generally speaking, that first conversation um, should be you know, um, comfortable. Um, it should move at a pace that um, is both supportive, recognizes the vulnerability of these com- of, of these topics mm-hmm. and these conversations, but is also really directed and guided towards helping you to resolve this problem. The starting point is usually a pretty thorough assessment um, because even when medical um, components and factors have been ruled out, there is a lot of potential contributing factors from mm-hmm. the psychological and relational side um, that really need to be uh, explored and examined. So the starting point is really a thorough Uh, evaluation to try to identify what some of the top drivers, some of the low-hanging fruit might be in terms of what's contributing to the erectile dysfunction. Do men generally see a sex therapist with their partner or do they do it on their own? Also, is it like something that they sometimes keep secret and just go kind of get that advice on the side and then don't really tell them? Like what, how does that relationship factor into all this? Yeah, that's a great question. And it's going to vary from uh, person to person and it's going to vary from therapist to therapist. There are some therapists who will only see individuals. There are some therapists who will only treat um, sexual issues and sexual dysfunction um, with a couple. Mm. My approach does evolve um, over time. Um, Currently, Um, What I suggest to the people that I work with is to start with an individual assessment. Um, I believe that the partner involvement is important um, in many instances. Um, But again, because it's a thorough assessment, a lot of times I think that goes a little bit better um, with an individual first and foremost. And then we can determine the treatment direction based on that. Okay. Any other final thoughts or anything else you wanted to leave our listeners with on this topic? Yeah, one other thought that comes to mind is that when we're talking about fear and worry, very often the expressed behavior is avoidance. Mm. And we haven't really you know, mentioned that in this episode, but I think it's important to kind of just bring that you know, into, um, out into the light that the most common behavior when it comes to that fear is avoidance. And that in and of itself can disengage a man from the sexual experience, certainly with a partner, leading to a compounding effect of erectile dysfunction. Definitely. I remember the episode that you did with Ven Vera, who he's a individual who had severe erectile dysfunction. And then he is now vocal about his experience as a patient. And one thing that he'd mentioned on that episode was avoidance because 
he would go out he was a young man in his 20s when this first hit and he would go out with his friends to the bars and whatnot and he would actually avoid um any sort of sexual encounter because he knew even if that woman was attracted to him um that he knew that it would end in a bad place with ed causing the issue in the bedroom Mm -hmm. and that fear drove the avoidance then the avoidance kind of compounds the fear our listeners might think it's like more common with uh, men who are on the dating scene or are in a little bit more of a hookup type of culture as opposed to long-term relationships. But the truth is there's plenty of avoidance that goes on in long-term relationships. I'm too tired. I'm not in the mood. I'm not interested. And a lot of what might be happening underneath all of that is not wanting to um, face or experience some negative um, sexual encounters. Thanks for listening to the Erectile Dysfunction Radio Podcast. For more information on today's topic and understanding how the mind impacts erectile dysfunction, please visit ErectionIQ.com. That's ErectionIQ.com.